0: And I can't believe we just put the biggest crack in that glass ceiling yet.
1: Well, there's that. Okay.
2: Well, I don't know why I came here tonight.
0: I got the feeling something right.
1: No, it is not. I'm so
0: scared in case I fall off my chair.
1: A little and scared? I yeah.
0: I'll get down
2: the stairs to the left of me jokers to the
0: right here i am stuck in the middle with you yep yes i'm stuck in from the
1: Pacifica Radio you. in Los Angeles this is the broadcast as heard on KPFK 90.7 FM in LA in Santa Barbara on 98.7 FM 93.7 FM in San Diego, 99.5 FM in Ridgecrest in China Lake, up in Oregon on 91.7 FM, KYAQ on the Central Coast, 106.7 FM, Queso in Cottage Grove, in Lancaster, Pennsylvania on 93 FM, WLRI, in Hawaii on 88.5 FM, KAKU, the voice of Maui, in Columbus, Ohio on WGRN, 94.1 FM, In Minneapolis, St. Paul, on AM 950, KTNF, the Progressive Voice of Minnesota, and yes, coast-to-coast and around the globe. Streaming on the Progressive Voices Channel, Netroots Radio, Indie Media Weekly, FYI Nation, Radio or Not, Radio Free Brooklyn, GDPR, Revolution 99, Detour Talk, Radio Monterey, and Radio Sputnik. Five days a week, blanketing planet Earth. I am Brad Friedman. Your friendly investigative blogger, journalist, troublemaker, and muckraker, and all-around swell fellow says me from bradblog.com. Thank you for joining us for another thrilling action-packed adventure. We are live today from uh, the uh, beautiful KPFK studios somewhere in Los Angeles or North Hollywood. I never know. Um, I'll have to ask my driver next time we come. My thanks to those who supported uh, KPFK and the mission of Pacifica Radio over our most recent fun drive. It is good to be back, and I am grateful to all of those uh, of you who support the work that the good folks here at KPFK do. Uh, so, anything uh, going on lately that you might want to talk about today? Is there anything in the news, Desi Doyen, Anything uh, you see uh, out there? Uh, no, it's kind of a pretty, slow, pretty slow,
0: quiet day.
1: <sighs> it has been another uh, few extraordinary weeks, if you haven't noticed, and we've had some very lively shows over those. Uh, Past many days and weeks. You can download them all at bradblog.com, of course, if you missed any, or at the uh, KPFK audio archives for my SoCal peeps. But during the uh, fun drive here at our flagship station in LA, I have not been able to open up the phones to my uh, peeps in Southern California during all of this. So we're going to do it today. 818-985-5735 is our phone number. 818-985-KPFK. In case there's anything going on in the news that is of interest to you, if you have any uh, thoughts or comments or questions or primal screams, Feel free to share them with us. Also, uh, we will be sharing with you Desi Doyen and the Green News Report with our uh, our, uh, our Republican National Convention wrap. We're still on that beat. Yes.
0: Well, you know, it's important to let people know what actually happened. Plus, a nice little fact check.
1: Uh, yeah, some facts uh, would be nice to be checked from that convention and from the current one. And, of course, uh, we are being walloped by a, a deadly heat wave across the entire nation in yet a record. Hot month. Uh, They keep coming one after another after another. All right. Well, with that out of the way, it is now official. The first major American political party has now officially nominated a woman to be its presidential candidate, uh, as the Democrats have now officially selected during their national convention on Tuesday night in Philly to nominate Hillary Clinton as the Democratic nominee for President of the United States. It happened officially just minutes after we went off the air following yesterday's broadcast. Uh, But as the roll call of the state delegates completed at the Wells Fargo Arena, Hillary Clinton received 2,842 electoral votes to Sanders, 1,865. And then the senator from Vermont, the last state to cast its votes in the roll call, stood with his state's delegation and asked that his former rival, his former rival, Hillary Clinton, be declared the Democratic nominee by
3: acclamation. Madam Chair, I move that the convention suspend the procedural rules. I move that all votes, all votes cast by delegates, be reflected in the official record. And I move that Hillary Clinton be selected as the nominee of the Democratic Party for President of the United States.
1: So there you have it. Nobody knew until the last minute if he, in fact, would do that. Bernie Sanders calling for the uh, nomination by acclamation of Hillary Clinton. For good or bad, the uh, first female nominee for president from one of the two major American political parties because, of course, the Green Party and the others who have nominated women uh, for years, apparently they don't count all that much in the American political system these days, it seems. There were a few Sanders delegates who walked out of the proceedings at the end of the roll call. Several dozen Sanders folks marched into the press tent outside the arena to try to bring attention to their disappointment, uh, though many said they were likely to return to the convention floor later. Some continued to argue that the election had been stolen for Hillary Clinton by the DNC. And again, as someone who has very closely followed and reported on election fraud for more than a decade on the broadcast at bradblog.com, perhaps more than anyone else in the entire country. I got to repeat again I have seen no evidence, at least not yet, and I've tried to look at all of it uh, to support the allegation that Hillary Clinton or the DNC stole the primary election for Hillary. Sorry. I call them as I see them and as independently verifiable evidence uh, demonstrates, whether you or I or anybody else may care for that evidence or not. And I continue to look at that evidence. So things can change and that's fine. But that's where we are now. Uh, Just to be clear, uh, among the uh, speakers that went on uh, to make the case for Hillary Clinton thereafter and against Donald Trump on day two of the convention was the remarkably healthy looking 91-year-old former President Jimmy Carter speaking via a pre-taped video announcement. President Carter, who says he has beaten the uh, brain cancer that seems so likely to kill him, frankly, just uh, about a year or so ago, described the perilous times in which we live and offered his belief that the Democratic
3: Party will come together to elect Hillary Clinton as the next president. Forty years ago in our nation's bicentennial year, I stood before you to accept your nomination as president. Rosen and I wish we could be there with you again tonight to prepare for what will be an extremely important election, one that will define for a generation who we are as a nation and as a people. We Americans have a clear choice before us. I feel proud that the two Democratic candidates who competed throughout a long primary season, Senator Bernie Sanders and Secretary of State Henry Clinton, comported themselves with dignity talked about issues that matter, and presented a vision for our nation. And I thank Senator Sanders for energizing and bringing so many young people into the electoral process. To all of you young Americans, I say, stay engaged, stay involved, and be sure to vote this November. At a moment when it's become more important than ever to lift people up, to offer hope and a roadmap to a brighter future, instead we see a Republican presidential candidate who seems to violate some of the most important moral and ethical principles on which our nation was founded. We can and must do better. And fortunately, the Democratic nominee we will soon be choosing offers a stark contrast in both substance and style and also competence and experience to what the Republicans have chosen. These are perilous times. We need someone with a strong heart, a deep understanding of the issues, challenges, and opportunities and a steady hand. Hillary Clinton has my support. I know she will also have yours. A united Democratic Party will prevail in November. Thank you all, and God bless the United States of America.
1: That was Jimmy Carter at the uh, uh, Democratic Convention in Philadelphia. But will the Democratic Party be united? And, oh yeah, will they prevail in November, as the former president says? Uh, well, will there be enough unity, frankly, to even overcome the uh, the threat to the nation uh, that I see as Donald Trump and the threat to the long, hard-fought rights of its people, uh, the Constitution on which it theoretically still stands? not to mention the threat to the world and the planet itself. I'm not quite as certain as the former president may be there. Uh, meanwhile, the party has come together at least a, a great deal over the past several uh, several days at the convention, at least compared to where they were when the convention began on Monday with the resignation of party chair Debbie Wasserman Schultz amidst the release of hacked DNC emails, revealing, frankly, little more than we already knew. That the party insiders supported Hillary Clinton. No, the hacked emails do not reveal that the party stole the election for Hillary Clinton, as too many Sanders supporters still, frankly, irresponsibly misrepresent. Um, in any event, the incoming interim DNC chair, longtime party stalwart Donna Brazil, promised to clean things up at the DNC after the various controversies over the past year, vowing to Americans that she would help make them proud of the party again.
4: As your incoming chair of the Democratic National Committee, I promise you, my friends, I commit to all Americans that we will have a party that you can be proud of. We will elect Democrats up and down the back and we will celebrate together the inauguration of President Hillary Clinton in January 2017. God bless you and God bless America.
1: A party that America could be proud of. Well, we will see. That was Donna Brazil uh, the new interim chair of the DNC. I quickly mentioned yesterday on the broadcast during my interview with uh, uh, the nation's John Nichols, uh, who was uh, from the convention, and, and you should listen to it, by the way, if you missed it, over at bradblock.com, uh, as far as where the Sanders supporters are right now, at least these supporters uh, at, the, at the convention, and the rise of this uh, new crop of progressive candidates who are running for office all over the country, supporters of uh, Sanders who are trying to bring that message to the state and local level where it really needs to start. Uh, as I mentioned yesterday, uh, Donna Brazile and I, we've got a pretty long history that, with a rocky start that began more than a decade ago after the 2004 presidential election. But over the years, since then, I've actually come to r- like her, respect her. Uh, m- most importantly, she is uh, a voting rights champion, as well as, I have found her anyway, to be a fairly straight shooter. So we'll see. Um, I, You know, she was named just a few days ago the head of the DNC. I can tell you that I've had a, a number of uh, quick email conversations back and forth with her during those hours. She is hoping to bring in more Sanders supporters to the ranks of the party leadership, including to fill her old job as vice chair for civic engagement and voter participation. Um, she's looking for Sanders supporters to bring into the party. So as ever, I remain both hopeful but always skeptical there. We'll see. Uh, But the pressure that the Sanders supporters have brought here uh, to bear to push out Debbie Wasserman Schultz has, uh, I think, paid uh, dividends within the party as I see it. So along with the uh, Sanders folks who also succeeded uh, in a mighty battle to help push the party platform at least towards... The progressive left for the first time in years, uh, much farther towards the progressive left than it has been in generations, to be frank, or perhaps even ever, as the Sanders team uh, has declared. Uh, good work. Good work. Keep it up. Well, the, uh, the night continued. There was a, a testimony from Bill Clinton, uh, who uh, turns out uh, he, he likes her, I guess. That's what he seemed to indicate in his uh, in his lengthy 41-minute address describing how uh, how he met Hillary Rodham back in 1971. He skipped a few years of their history together uh, for some reason, but otherwise sang her praises and uh, made the case for his wife as someone who has been a positive change maker as uh, in the public sector, as an activist, an attorney, first lady, senator, secretary of state for decades. <laughs> This is
2: a really important point for you to take out of this convention. If you believe in making change from the bottom up, if you believe the measure of change is how many people's lives are better, you know it's hard and some people think it's boring. Speeches like this are fun. Actually doing the work is hard. So people say, well, we need to change. She's been around a long time. She sure has. And she's sure been worth every single year she's put into making people's lives better.
5: I can tell you this.
1: So on one point, I will say he is right. Change does come from the bottom up. Uh, It rarely ever happens at the top of the presidential ticket, uh, to be frank, but rather from the grassroots and the activist levels up through the local and state and congressional uh, levels, eventually to the presidential level. Uh, So there is that. And at the end of the night, at the uh, end of the uh, festivities and at the end of a uh, performance by singer Alicia Keys, the giant video screen above the stage Offered the faces of each of our American presidents over the years, one man after another, before all 44 of them were shown at once, only to have that graphic shattered to reveal a live shot of Hillary Clinton in upstate New York in a surprise appearance with some quick remarks to the convention crowd.
0: Hello Philadelphia, I am so happy it's been a great day and night, what an incredible honor that
3: you have given me
0: and I can't believe we just put the biggest crack in that glass ceiling yet. Thanks to you and to everyone who has fought so hard to make this possible. This is really your victory, this is really your night and if there are any little girls out there who stayed up late to watch let me just say i may become the first woman president but one of you is next thank you all i can't wait to join you
1: So that's kind of what happened on uh, day two at the Democratic National Convention, unless you missed it, uh, or if you missed it. A history was, in fact, made. Uh, Meanwhile, on the day after Clinton's nomination, Republican presidential nominee Donald Trump held one of his trademark, kind of crazy, about 75-minute press conferences in which he was asked about the hack of those DNC emails Democrats have claimed that it was carried out by Russian intelligence agencies. Russia has uh, strongly denied that, naturally. Trump did not condemn the hack, uh, no matter who did it, but rather he offered remarks about emails from Hillary Clinton Uh, while Secretary of State said to have been personal, non-related, non-work-related emails that were deleted from her personal server, about 33,000 of them. He referenced those, uh, and as he explained, he wants Russia to hack and release those emails written by Hillary Clinton when she was Secretary of State. You see,
2: I, I will tell you this, Russia, if you're listening... I hope you're able to find the 30,000 emails that are missing. I think you will probably be rewarded mightily by our press. Let's see if that happens. That'll be next. Yes, sir.
1: So there's Donald Trump, the nominee for president of the United States for the Republican Party, asking a foreign country to please. uh, Now, mind you. Uh, he regards those, uh, those emails from, from Hillary Clinton, those 33,000 emails, as, uh, as classified information. So he's asking a foreign nation to somehow hack into an email server and release classified information to the public. Now, whatever you may think of, of, of Russia and the claims against them in this matter and the villainization, the vilification of Russia, never set that aside uh, for now. If he had asked a friend, if he had asked Israel, if he had asked Germany, UK, France, can you please hack U.S. email from a secretary of state and release it to the media, to the public? He's since changed that to uh, give it to the FBI. Uh, That is just incredible to me. No, that is not politics as usual. No, that is not normal. This is not just another Republican running for president. Sorry. And it kind of seems like it should be disturbing to anyone who hears that. Now, yes, I know America interferes with a lot of elections ourselves in other countries, but that's not my point. My point is you have a presidential nominee asking another nation to hack into our own emails and release those emails to the public. Really? This is not normal. This is not a normal year. So with all of that and all of the folks uh, treating Trump like, oh, he's just a cartoon figure. He's just funny. He's crazy. He's a little ridiculous, but he could never win. <sighs> Did you see what he had said today? It's just, you know, here's what he tweeted. Well, we have been reporting on this program day in and day out that Trump has been rising steadily in both the national and the battleground state polls. He is now, if you haven't noticed... He is now tied with Hillary Clinton nationally. He's actually leading her in a number of the polls. But here's a fun fact. If the election were held today, according to the brand new updated projections released today at the data site 538.com, as of today, if the election were held today, there is a 44.7 percent likelihood that Hillary Clinton will win the presidency and a 55.3 percent probability that Donald Trump becomes the next president of the United States. 55 percent probability that Donald Trump will become the next president of the United States compared to 45 percent for Hillary Clinton. That at least is according to the that's not a poll. That's not opinions. This is based on 538's aggregation of all kinds of information, including state and national polls. They explain uh, they use every piece of available data and they simulated the election 20,000 times using that information. And that produces a distribution of various possible outcomes for each state. And they find that Hillary Clinton is about 10 percent more likely to win the president. I'm sorry, Donald Trump is about 10 percent more likely to win the presidency than Hillary Clinton. Are you concerned yet? Maybe not. I don't know. Give me a call. 818-985-5735. 818-985-KPFK. Love to hear from uh, Sanders' primary supporters. Uh, Did Bernie's endorsement and support for Hillary against Trump change your mind to vote for her, as he's asking you to do? If so... Uh, I'd love to hear from Sanders folks uh, who have switched to Hillary. If not, why not? And if not, what would it take from from Hillary for uh, her to win your vote between now and November, which is about 100 days away? Let me know. Why are you uh, not moved even by the pleas of your own candidates, Uh, uh, candidate uh, Bernie Sanders supporters, if that's the case? Hillary Clinton supporters, do you think she'll beat Trump? If so, what makes you so sure? Why are you so confident in that? Trump supporters, I'll listen to you, too. Uh, I just got a note here. WTF for Trump supporters. Why are you supporting him? Jill Stein of the Green Party, Gary Johnson, Libertarian Party, they're the supporters of those candidates, I'd love to hear from you, too, because we here in California, it's a so-called safe blue state, so the consequences for voting one's conscience are much less than elsewhere. But if you lived in a closely divided battleground state... And if your vote might lead to the candidate you hate even more winning the presidency, would you still cast that vote? Why? Give me a call. We're going to take a quick break. 818-985-5735 is our number. 818-985-KPFK. Yeah, phones are lighting up. Figured that might be the case. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with more broadcast right after this. I'm Brad Friedman. Don't touch that dial. (laughs)
2: Caught in a landslide. No escape from reality. Open your eyes. Look up to the skies
1: and see. Alright, welcome back to the broadcast. Brad Friedman from Bradblog.com. Uh we're gonna get to your calls in one moment. 818-985-5735. The phones are lighting up like crazy. Uh, Yes, this is real life. This is not uh, a a fantasy. Donald Trump uh, is calling for foreign governments to hack, (laughs) hack a secretary of state's email and he has a uh, 10 he has 10 points more likely to win the presidency according to 538.com so why are you voting the way you're voting why are you supporting who you're supporting i'd love to hear from you 818-985-5735 let's go to uh, oh very quickly uh yeah and, oh and if you can't get through you can tweet me i am the brad blog love to hear from you there as well let's go to morris in long beach hey morris welcome to the broadcast sir
6: Hey, Brad, I just wanted to say that you were way ahead of all of Let me get out of this place here, Brad. Brad, you were way ahead of all of us. You knew about ESNS. You knew about Boyd You knew about Sequoia. You knew about all the voting machines. You knew about the coup that was going on while the coup was going on in front of all of us. Remember down in New York when they were told you had to vote uh, register six months in advance to vote for your boy? Remember in California when they called the election the day before the election even took place? Remember yep. when there was two million ballots that weren't even counted? You're calling all this stuff out, Brad. What the heck are we going to do? Now I understand that the counties are in charge of your voting machines. If, if you're going to have them, if mm-hmm. you're not going to have them, uh, there's 3,069 counties. that what would, would we protesting the counties? But that—that's where the problem is right there. And you've been calling this stuff. For you, remind me of Kentucky Fried Chicken. Only sells is chicken, right? All you talk about is the same thing, but it's so damn important. And now I'm beginning to realize it, man. I don't care who's elected or what's going on. If we don't get them voting machines out of here, man, we're all playing games here. You know that, don't you, Brad?
1: Uh, I hear you, brother. And I'm, uh, you, uh, know, you, brother, and I'm uh, you
6: know, else, man, I'm, I'm too excited. About this, uh, no,
1: but no, you're doing a great job. I'm just trying to figure out how I'm like Kentucky fried chicken, but uh, but that's okay. We'll 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 sort that out another time, Morris. Uh, thanks for uh, for calling in here. Let me get to uh, who are we, Kim in South Pasadena. Hey, Kim, welcome to the broadcast.
5: Yes, Brad. Uh, good, good. Thank you for opening the phone lines. Uh, I, I, for openers, I am, I am, where I was a staunch Bernie supporter, mm-hmm. uh, who could never support Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton is corrupt, she's deceitful, uh she's manipulative, she's a warmonger, she's as bad as Trump. Uh me and all of our other Bernie supporters are moving as fast as we can over to the Green Party to support Jill Stein. Okay. Of, co- of course. Now, one one thing this whole thing about the email no, uh, Kim,
1: asked. let me let me hang on. I'll let you get that. Let me get, just get to a question. So you're you're good with undoing uh, voting rights for the country, correct?
5: I'm watching
1: you're, you're you're fine if we get rid of uh, voting rights get rid of the Voting Rights Act. No
5: why, why would you say that? Well I said, I said I said I'm gonna I'm gonna support Jill Stein in the Green Party
1: no I underst you- I, I understand that but I'm saying you said that Hillary was as bad as Donald Trump. Uh, Hillary Clinton wants to restore the Voting Rights Act Donald Trump uh, will not restore the Voting wow. Rights Act is that right well, you're good the- with that you-
5: No, you're making a big mistake, Brad. You're you're believing something that comes out of Hillary's mouth.
1: No, no, it's not a matter of believing what's out of her mouth, uh, Kim. The Supreme Court uh, struck down the heart of the Voting Rights Act. This is the first election in 50 years where we haven't had the full protection of the Voting Rights Act. Donald Trump has said that he wants to uh, uh, replace the Supreme Court with someone like Antonin Scalia, who struck down the Voting Rights Act. So it has been struck down. It will not be restored Unless you can see a uh, Democratic-appointed na- uh, 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 majority on the Supreme Court, so you're well, cool well, with well, that, uh, right?
5: Of, of, of course, Brad. I would like to see it restored. I'm somewhat doubtful that Hillary's going to do that. Okay. Okay. That's that's, that's the point. Okay. But I but
1: Donald but Donald Trump but Donald Trump might, as you see it.
5: No, I, I have no idea what his position on that is. I've never heard him speak to that. Donald Donald Trump mm-hmm. is also a atro- Donald Trump is also atrocious. We have two people uh, the, uh, main party uh, candidates that are absolutely uh horrible
1: yeah uh, it's, it,
5: it's a shame okay. so, now listen on, on, on okay. quickly on onto the the emails yeah, the whole thing about a Russian hack is hilarious and absurd. Uh, they were hacked by an individual who goes by the name of Guccifer two point and if you google him, yeah. you will see you will see all. The hacks he did, mm-hmm. and his annotations about various emails.
1: Okay. And he's,
5: he, he's not Russian. He's Romanian. That's pretty close. But the whole thing of Russia, Russian hacking yeah. us. It's total baloney.
1: Okay, actually, it was. uh, I think you're confusing Guccifer, a hacker uh, who I believe was Romanian, with Guccifer 2.0, who is believed, at least by U.S. intelligence forces, to be several different people, not a single person. Uh, Whether that uh, those people are Russian, uh, the evidence has not yet been uh, fully put forward. But make of that what you will. It is not a single person. And Kim, by the way, you really need to go look at what Donald Trump has said he is for and against and the type of people he plans to put. We have a vacant seat, you may have noticed, on the U.S. Supreme Court. We're going to have three or four of them open up within the next few years. That will affect this country for generations. And if you don't know what his positions are, please go learn them before deciding who it is you're voting for and against. And I support your right to vote for anybody you want. I'm
5: voting voting for Jill Stein. You mentioned that. That's fine. Trump is I agree with you. Why, Why would I want to know more about I want to know more about Jill Stein, looks very attractive in terms of her position.
1: Very very good. And uh, we'll see if in the next hundred days she can get the support she needs to become president of the United States. Uh, If not, if you're in California, uh, which you think is going to go Democratic and you want to vote for the Green Party or the Libertarian because it helps them out, I completely understand. But let's just inform go, good, ourselves, good, good, shall good. we? Go, thank go you, Kim. Green. Go Yeah, go green. that's fine. And uh, go, yeah. go learn what the actual facts are. Uh, we're gonna no, take well,
2: you, well, yeah. you too, brother.
1: Uh, okay. Thank you, brother. Okay. Appreciate it. Uh, let me go to uh, Luis or Lewis in uh, in Los Angeles. Hey, Lewis, welcome to the broadcast. Broadcast. Hey, man, how's it going? It's going okay. Turned on your radio, and what's on your mind, my friend?
7: So. Yeah, man. the The Supreme Court nominees are are key to this, and you know, I kind of I was totally feeling that last caller. Mm-hmm. At least, you know, being in California, we have the the luxury of perhaps voting green and not totally thrown But in some of the swing states, that luxury is not afforded to those people in, you know, Ohio, for example.
5: Yeah.
7: So the that and you know as a staunch bernie supporter mm-hmm. it's a very bitter pill to swallow to have to vote you know being forced to vote for hillary i think for for her would you know i really hope that she comes out on on uh this later this week and just own up to the fact that she's a centrist that you know that mm-hmm. that she's a centrist that the left side of the party could you know, negotiate with. She. Kind of like they did in like '68, you know, with or '64 um, with, with um, with President um, who was it? Who succeeded um, JFK?
1: Uh, uh, Who ex- succeeded? Oh, with Johnson, okay. Wait, yeah, President well, Johnson,
7: listen. Right. He was a, hey, he a center right. You
1: know, and well, he, and that's right, and he passed the Voting Rights Act. He passed the Civil fact, Rights Act. He was held, his feet were held to the fire. You can hold Hillary Clinton's feet to the fire. Good luck holding Donald Trump's feet to anything, to anything. Exactly. And that is not an argument, by the way, uh, for Hillary Clinton. It's just an argument of knowing what your facts are, and and knowing what is actually happening and and it just makes me crazy when I hear people saying oh they're both the same they're not the same they're when I hear when I hear the corporate media saying oh both sides do it no both sides don't do it Uh Louis I appreciate your uh, your call and and your thoughts on all of this Uh coming in via the Twitters uh, a tall glass of h2o says another Clinton presidency makes me sad a Trump presidency Makes me scared, so there you go. there's that thought uh let me go to um who who do we go here to? Uh, let's go to Mick in uh, North Hollywood. Hey, Mick, welcome to the broadcast
8: oh great hi uh listen uh, i I agree with you uh that uh you know i a friend of mine's a political science professor, you know, and uh, he's a pretty smart guy, and you know I hate Hillary Clinton I'm a Bernie Sanders supporter, actually, I maybe even to the left of Bernie Sanders. But the idea is is that because of the Supreme Court makes and redefines the laws of the land anymore, it's a constitutional monarchy, that you have to have Hillary Clinton, who I hate. And you know she's going to do all that, what they've said that she's going to do. Of course she is. But the idea is, is that, like you said, that uh, she's going to nominate the Supreme Court, who are somewhat progressive and who's going to make the laws of the land. I don't care about Hillary Clinton being in there or not. Uh, you know, we have to take the people, like they say, from the grassroots. Mm-hmm. We're going to challenge those people, to we'll challenge the laws, challenge what she's going to do. And if we have a progressive court like the Earl Warren court, uh, we're going to get some progressive laws in the land. And I don't hate her. I, I'm a Bernie Sanders fan, mm-hmm. even to the left. In fact, Chris Hedges said it, and I'm between Chris Hedges and the people that are practical. He said, you know, it's a time to draw the line in the sand, and I understand. And I sympathize with the other guy, you know, who said he's voting for Jill Stein, but you have to be objective, you know, and uh, and you're right. You know, I don't think some of these people do not know either, A, the facts, or B, they always go, even whether you're on the left or the right, and I've talked to people on both sides, they mm-hmm. always talk from an emotional perspective. They don't verify the facts. Yep. Uh, they just uh, say, you know, what how emotionally they feel about things, and that's not fact, it's just opinion. You know, it's your feelings about things. If you want to have feelings about things, write a novel. You know? <laughs> uh, pre- but, but the idea is, is that, uh, you know, she, um, the Supreme Court makes and redefines the law. That's just the bottom line. This is what's happening in this country. They came up with all this stuff. They gutted the Voting Rights Act. Yep. Uh, they did Citizens United. Uh, they took away our privacy rights. Uh, you know the uh, Chris Hedges and mm-hmm. uh, Cornell West professor. Cornell West went to court uh, against the NDAA, and they said, "Well, you haven't got arrested yet, even though the law can make you get arrested without trial or charge." Okay, and they made it. At the, they they dismissed it. Okay, dismissed their their lawsuit. Yeah. So so the idea is is that if that happens again, if Hillary. Clinton, uh, you know, uh, nominates a progressive person in the Supreme Court that we go up there again. They might annul that law. So we we got it's very important to vote for. I hate her. I'll tell you, I'll tell (laughs) these people, whoever, you know, telling me about vote for Jill Stein or whatever, blah, blah, blah. I don't like her. Of course, I don't like her. But that's not the issue. The issue is, is to vote for the Supreme Court uh, justices. Uh, You know, like I said, a friend of mine's a professor. Uh, You know, he's uh, he's uh, to the left of me. Okay, but he said vote for Hillary Clinton. In fact, I will anyway. Whether it's California, whether I'm in Ohio or anywhere else, you you know I'm going to do it.
1: Thanks, Mick. I appreciate your call and I, your I, and your thought. I got I got to run because I got I didn't mean to get a speech. No, it was good. It was good speech. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Thank you. I got a, a board full of folks, so I want to try to get to as many as I as I, I can. Thank okay. you, brother. Uh, let's go to uh, Christopher in Los Angeles, who disagrees with Mick. I think uh, Christopher, welcome to the broadcast. Christopher,
9: uh, the the problem is neoliberalism or neo-fascism mm-hmm. in uh, a republic of the United States of America, which kind of shows you what the uh, state of the nation is currently in, which yep. is a very serious thing uh, in the end, and nothing's going to change until a third party rises and challenges. The two parties that have basically are running the show.
1: Really? Now, now, would yeah, you say would you say that to a um, uh, an LGBTQ couple who got married, a gay couple who got married over the past year, that nothing has changed for them?
9: No, uh, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that at Christopher, all. Christopher, would you
1: say? Well, then, then let me ask you this, Christopher. Would, would you? Say,
9: wait, I would say. Yeah. I would say congratulations. Yeah. And let's keep on moving to make these things uh, happen. More and more and more
1: but you said right. well, but you said nothing will change unless we get rid of the uh, the two-party system, which well, by the is, way, uh, yeah
9: what, what I mean by that is it just seems that we keep on getting these crumbs Yeah, well, I, I, you know after what after generation, I, I understand all that, but we're at a point where what what is going to happen with our country like in the global sphere mm hmm What's going to happen to us, like, in the big picture? That's what I'm worried about.
1: Uh, okay. Well, I'm also, and I hear you, I'm also worried about, uh, you know, the people who have uh, got cancer. Over the past year or two, uh, who are now able to actually fight that cancer because 20 million people now have health care insurance that they did not have yeah, before, I, and just, I don't care for the I don't care for the Affordable, affordable Care, affordable care affordable. Act, Christopher, but for those 20 million people who did not have access to health care uh, and, and but who desperately need it single, yeah
9: single okay. single-payer universal coverage I'm yeah. all for it. I'm a Bernie Sanders guy to the bone. however, I took the slap in the face. Rather than the punch in the face, because I knew that was going to come.
1: Yeah, but you'd and rather see. But you, but you're cool. There. If Donald Trump, I'm not. Yeah. I just,
9: I, I just don't. I just don't right. think that if Trump gets in, I'm not convinced that uh, all of a sudden it's going to turn into this. You know. Um, this fascist, uh, clown, uh, circus. Thing.
1: All right. Well, you, you need to go out and listen to what he is saying, listen no, to I what he that, has promised and look at what is in the Republican of, platform. Yeah. Smack.
9: The guy talks a lot yeah. of smack. Yeah. I doubt he's going to even get in, yeah. but the whole problem is, you know, dealing with, right. you know, two heads of the same coin and sometimes they give us a break. Sometimes they don't. Yeah. And you know, it's like, what are we looking for in the future? I mean, uh, how are we going to step up to, you know, other countries that are basically just, you know, making big progress? And we're kind of like, we're supposed to be like the greatest nation.
1: Uh, and, and, you th- and, but, and, and, and you feel that somehow Donald Trump will help us make that progress?
9: I think that he would, I think that he would basically uh, stop progress for a while. But in the, in the meantime, if yeah. it was a lame duck uh, a couple of years we get somebody like maybe Jill Stein. I think that the uh, momentum.
1: Yeah, Sanders, we don't get. Sanders we don't get. Sanders here's here's so. the thing, Christopher. And I love Jill Stein. We had her on the show. She's great, but we don't get her in a few years just because you wish, wish it. And I'm glad that you're in a place that you can afford uh, your health insurance to be taken away, for your voting rights to be taken away, that you'll still be able to survive those four I, uh, years. I, I, I'm not. And well, the thing about. Well, it, then pay is, attention. You know, I, have, I also have to vote my
9: conscience. You know, I have, okay. I have to vote my conscience in the end.
1: And I'll and I'll so, fight for your and, right and to do that, Chris. I got to get, I got, I got. And you
9: know what? And what? you know what, brother, power yeah. of the people. I will always fight for yours, too. So thank you very much for your time.
1: Thank you, Christopher. And I really don't mean to, to cut anyone off, but I got a lot of people on the board that I want to try to get in as many as I can. Uh, let me see. Where's, uh, let's go to uh, Roy in Los Angeles uh, very quickly. Hey, Roy, welcome to the broadcast. What's on your mind, sir? Hey, Brad, I got two quick
4: statements, and then you can let anybody else say, we got two major problems in this society. We need to get rid of these voting machines. We know they ain't no good. We know they're not honest enough to give a fair election, and we need to eliminate, listen at me, eliminate that Supreme Court. You understand, we got thugs and no good people on that Supreme Court from the time they put Clarence Thomas in there until the time that man died.
1: Wait, you want to get rid of the Supreme—you want uh, the third branch of government to go away?
4: Who put George Bush—who put that George Bush Jr. in office for the Supreme Court? There wasn't any much counted the ballots right. Uh, uh, so why keep— Using the same thing that is messing up society, the Supreme Court is not going to do anything uh-huh. against these Republicans, against these oligarchs, and against these people that has the controlling.
1: No, but we're not. What we're trying to do is change that Supreme Court that allowed those decisions to move ahead. And I appreciate what you're talking about is, I guess, changing the Constitution itself uh, to get rid of the Supreme Court somehow. And I'd I'd be interested in your, uh, your amendment, your move to change the Constitution to do that. I don't think that is right now the issue. We are going to have a Supreme Court for the next four years. The question is, uh, who controls it—the uh, right-wing madmen like Donald Trump and uh, that uh, that now uh, dead liar Antonin Scalia—or um, someone who is has their foot in reality. Uh, Brad, I, th- Brad, no. Go I ahead. Go ahead.
4: copy. Yeah. Listen at me for a second. Go. I got a copy of the original ten amendments. Uh, that is written. I'm going to make sure you get a copy of it. Right. I volunteer down there to uh, KPFK. Yes. Listen to what I'm saying to you. Uh. Until we put a system in that is fair and honest and that will rely, that will give the people of the United States and anybody that is a part of it, give them a fair chance in these election. And from the mayor to the dog catcher straight on up to the president and the, these codes are not fair you right.
1: know are not fair oh no i agree and man, i let, uh, Roy, i got i got right i got to get out i hear you i agree i want to fight to make them fair and please feel free to uh, email me that uh, uh that list of amendments i'm, I'm, I'm bring uh, it down
4: there and put it in your box I'm right. bring it down for the all right position. but that, one more Ro- thing and
2: I'm Ro- okay quick fair,
4: quick fair, fair, fair. Yeah. Listen listen at this. How can the Supreme Court let these lower courts make decisions when they see people are murdered on the streets of this United States? and win override it, and give a fair decision. I thank you, Brad. Thank
1: you, Roy. appreciate it. If you'd like to get something to me, I am bradcast at bradblog.com. Boy, there's so many people who want to get in. I know. uh, Let's get get to James in... uh, Oh, very quick. Oh, I know. Okay, we got to get James in uh, L.A. Welcome to the Bradcast. Very quickly, let's try to get to as many as we can. What's on your mind, sir? Well, whoever
10: becomes president, this whole country need to rally whoever we elect as a president. And
9: I didn't want Obama
10: as president, but I didn't I didn't riot in the streets. I don't want Hillary, but I'm not rioting in the streets either. Whoever gets elected, this country needs to support that president. And for the last twenty years why all we've had is Bush's, Clinton, and Obama's. Yeah. And it's, it's time for change. Why we why to, j- why do we
1: why do we need to support, James, why do we need to support whoever is president? We, we can't be critical of the, the the president?
10: Well, if the country speaks, we should back the country and, and, and unite the president, whoever that may be.
1: So you're a, you're a, a big Barack Obama supporter, I'm guessing?
10: No, I, I really want Trump. And the reason for it is... But but you're, a big, but you're a
1: big, James, you're a big Barack Obama supporter, right? Because the people elected him twice for the past eight years. So I'm assuming you want everyone else to support Donald Trump. I assume you also support Barack Obama, correct?
10: Well, when he was president, and he is now. I supported him. But now I really want to support Donald Trump and get some change in the White House.
1: And I, and I, yeah, I, no, thank you. I, I respect your right to do that, and I will fight for your right to cast that vote as you see fit for Donald Trump. Who do we have time for here? Uh, very good. Uh, oh, let me get, oh, John Wiener. Okay. John Wiener of the Four O'Clock Report, he, he was a guest, uh, he, here on KPFK, follows my shows on, uh, the broadcast on Wednesdays. He was a guest on our show a few weeks ago saying, relax, ignore, uh, you know, Democrats, don't worry. Uh, Donald Trump could not possibly win. And now it looks like he's calling to uh, challenge me on what 538.com has found uh, that Donald Trump is 55 percent uh, likely to win the presidency. And he's uh, calling in to complain, I guess. John, hey, John Weiner, welcome back to the broadcast, sir. What did I get wrong? Uh,
10: hello. Hello, Brad. Uh, Long-time listener, first-time caller.
1: (laughs) Yes, I know you Uh, are.
10: (laughs) uh, I'm I'm preempted today for KPFK special coverage of the convention, but I did want to pick you up on that question of the 538 prediction that came out this morning. Yeah. I have to say I'm not as relaxed as I used to be. I'm feeling a little more tense and anxious. Uh I think a lot of us are. Uh, But are a few things that you need to know about those results that if that Nate Silver himself says. Okay. Hillary took a a a hit of three or four points because of the FBI finding announcement two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, Director James Comey. Then uh, there was a temporary a temporary uh, bounce that that Trump got from the convention, according to 538, he got about the average bounce of mm-hmm. 3 or 4%. Normally, if, if the averages continue and we scientists follow the averages, mm-hmm. Hillary will get a similar bounce. His bounce will go down. Eventually, her bounce will go down. And they will end up about where they were before, which is Hillary uh, 3 or 4 or 5 or 6 points ahead. <clears throat> One other crucial point. Mm-hmm. Crucial point is... The polls at this point really are not very good predictors at all of what's going to happen. They did a scientific study of when do the polls become more accurate and it's not really until the, till the end of August around Labor Day. So we can't get too anxious and too upset about the polls right now. We just have to try to relax for about three more weeks. (laughs)
1: Well, we've got about 100 days to uh, to will, uh, in theory, know the answer. John Wiener, uh, just John Wiener, of course, from uh, not just KPFK, but also from The Nation. You can read his uh, his piece. uh, I think it was called, John, wasn't it? Uh, Relax, Donald Trump can't possibly win. Relax, Democrats, something like that.
10: Yes. Now we're thinking of retitling it uh, uh, slightly anxious and, and somewhat
1: tense. As well you should be. Thanks for calling in, John. I look forward to uh, seeing you uh, uh, being relaxed and, and ready to go next week. Thank you, brother. Thank you, Brad. <laughs> All right. Uh, boy, there are a ton of you who uh, want to get in. I understand that. Let's do this uh, uh, again uh, very soon. But we got to get to a break right now, don't we? Yeah, we got to uh, to get to our latest Green News report. If you want to hang on the line, I'll try to get to you if we got time at the back end. Uh, otherwise, soon. Or uh, drop me uh, email, bradcast at bradblog.com or on the Twitters at TheBradBlog. We're going to take a quick break. And we're back with Desi Doyen to cheer us up with the latest Green News reports. Lively callers, don't you think, Desi Doyen? I uh, wish I could uh, have gotten to more of them. And and now your mic is broken, too. Oh, yes. There you go. We okay. some.
0: There we go. It's all right. Yes, it's a, been a very lively day. I
1: like lively. Indeed. Lively is good. Let's... I like democracy. I wish we could have gotten to more calls, but we will do that again soon. Should we get to it now? Yes. Yes. Our latest Green News Report.
2: We are going to lift the restrictions on the production of American energy.
0: Republican presidential nominee Donald Trump promises to roll back environmental standards.
1: Donald Trump digs coal.
0: And promises to bring back dirty coal. Plus,
1: the rising temps
8: signal growing risks to the
1: Earth's population.
0: U.S. walloped by deadly heat wave as June 2016 breaks yet another new temperature record.
1: All of those wallops and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman.
0: And I'm Desi Doyen.
1: Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and... Snarky comment.
3: Black fans is a total global warming denier. Absolutely. Also not sure about the link between cigarettes and smoking. No.
1: Actually, I think the link between cigarettes and smoking is pretty clear. I think he means the link between cigarettes and cancer. But I hate to nitpick. This is your Green News Report.
0: That's right. <laughs> Jury's out on that one.
1: Okay, Desi Doyen, before you get on to your Green News Republican convention wrap, your favorite story of the year, because it's pretty much the only one that isn't horrible. (laughs)
0: Well, that's true. The Solar Impulse 2, the world's only 100% solar-powered plane, has landed safely in Abu Dhabi, concluding its historic round-the-world flight powered only by solar energy. And
1: also concluding our 47th mention of the Solar Impulse 2 over the uh, course of its round-the-world trip.
0: Until they do another one.
1: Oh, brother. What else do you have for us today?
0: Well, innovation was definitely not on the agenda for Donald Trump in his speech accepting the Republican. Party's nomination for president last Thursday. Billionaire Trump promised to expand U.S. fossil fuel production and reverse the decline of the U.S. coal industry.
2: We are going to lift the restrictions on the production of American energy. My opponent wants to put the great miners and the great steelworkers. Of our country out of work and out of business. That will never happen with Donald J. Trump as president.
0: Indiana Governor Mike Pence, accepting the Republican nomination for vice president, also promised to bring back the coal industry.
3: There's a lot of Americans out there who feel like Democrat politicians have taken them for granted. It's union members who don't want a president who promises to. Put a lot of coal miners and coal companies out of business.
0: Now, both of the Democratic presidential candidates, Senator Bernie Sanders and now the presumptive nominee Hillary Clinton, have both proposed transition assistance and economic development funding for coal states, which Republicans have blocked in Congress. Oil billionaire Harold Hamm, a climate science denier who reportedly wants to be Trump's energy secretary, claimed that we must drill as fast as possible for oil or the terrorists win.
3: Every time we can't drill a well in America, terrorism is being funded. Climate change isn't our biggest problem. It's Islamic terrorism. So
0: a bit of a fact check. The United States is already the global leader now in oil and gas production under the Obama administration. So it's false for Republicans to claim that regulations are holding the industry back. The boom in natural gas is what is killing coal in the U.S. So in reality, Trump can't expand both drilling and coal mining. Coal is in decline around the world, and Trump cannot force countries to buy U.S. coal. It's so
1: unlike Republicans to blame other people for... Something that isn't true in the least.
0: What Americans didn't hear during the Republican convention was much talk about climate change or the accelerating intense extreme weather events impacting Americans right now. Global warming, turbocharged extreme weather keeps on coming. In China, weeks and weeks of torrential rain have caused flooding and landslides that have killed at least 150 people and ominously have destroyed nearly 4 million acres of crops. In the Middle East, Kuwait saw a new all-time record for the highest temperature ever recorded in the Eastern Hemisphere, 129 degrees Fahrenheit. If confirmed, it would tie for the all-time highest temperature ever recorded for the planet in Death Valley, California.
1: 129 degrees. Yep. The highest temperature ever recorded on the planet.
0: Yep. And in the U.S., a dangerous and deadly persistent intense heat wave, or heat dome, across multiple states has so far caused six heat-related deaths. Finally, NOAA and NASA have announced that June 2016 was the hottest June ever recorded in human history, breaking the previous hottest June record set just last year. June was the 14th straight month in a row to break the monthly temperature record, meaning 2016 is almost certain now to break the record for the hottest year ever recorded, the third Third year in a row the record will be broken which has never happened in human history well little
1: wonder there was so little talk about climate change at the republican national convention given the amount of heat everywhere in the country right now but you know it's not happening for much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com don't forget you can download our reports anytime via Stitcher, TuneIn, or iTunes. Find us and follow us on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report.
2: Oh, it's too hot, too hot, too hot, later.
4: Gotta run for shelter, gotta run for
1: shelter. It's way too hot. My thanks to our producer, Desi Doyen. And to all of you uh, who spent a portion of your day or night with us, if you missed any portion of today's program, you can download it for free anytime at bradblog.com. My thanks also to all of our callers today, including the ones I couldn't get to, including the one who said I was bullying callers. Uh, Thank you. I'm sorry we couldn't get to you. I hear you. It ain't bullying. It's trying to get people to learn what the actual facts are and make an informed decision, no matter who they wish to vote for. And out here in California, you got a lot more leeway than uh, the rest of the country and the rest of the world, who I'm also talking to. Uh, All right. My thanks to you. Uh, You can drop me an email. I'm bradcast at bradblog.com or on the Twitters or Facebooks at TheBradBlog. We'll be back tomorrow. Until then, I'm Brad Friedman. Good luck, world.